0: Maybe I'm crazy, but Pod Tom is getting left in New England.
1: Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm
0: Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. Uh, new setting again this week as we all work through the quarantine together. Uh, we're going to meet up with the crew again via Skype, Heller, T, and Donnie um, and make it through the podcast together as we're making it through everything together. Hope you guys are staying safe and you're staying home and practicing social distancing. I know everyone keeps saying that, but seriously, just, if we all just do it. We can get through this smoothly and safely and quickly, which is the goal. But uh, again, we're just gonna talk about sports, everything that's going on around the NFL this week. is a lot of free agency moves, um, people still reacting to Tom Brady, some more dominoes falling, if you will. Um, and let's get started with Win It or It. it, it. What? We about to turn up in this beer. Hello, John Heller.
2: Hello, Joy Taylor. How are you?
0: How is your quarantine going?
2: Uh, you know, as well as it can. You know, you just do the best with what you got, right? It's a tough time, but we're very fortunate and we're gonna try to make the most of it here on Maybe I'm Crazy, right?
0: We are. I actually, I meant to ask you this uh, before. I, I'll skip, I'll ask you afterwards.
2: <laughs> All right, that'll be an episode extra. All right.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So, what do we got and what are we record
2: today? Okay. The season after Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, trounced the Raiders for the franchise's first and only Super Bowl win. With names like Keyshawn, Allstott, Sapp, and Lynch, the early 2000s Bucs were pretty hypey, I think it's safe to say. Uh, Brady's Bucs have some guys now too, Joy. Evans, Godwin, Shaq Barrett, to name a few. Joy, Tampa Bay is looking like the reboot of the early 2000s Bucs. Wit it or quit it. A, A.
0: I mean, other than the 90s, which are pretty undefeated. yep Like the early 2000s.
2: That's where we got all of our music.
0: It's kind of spectacular. By the way, that sound you're hearing is construction uh, at oh, yeah. Heller's Place. And, you know, you're probably going to hear some cars and stuff. So this is where we are, people. This is what's going yep. on. Um, but, yes, I'm definitely with it. I I mean, that Bucks team was it though. It was exciting. Yes. Gruden going up against the Raiders in the Super Bowl after they traded him. Mike right. Alstott, Keyshawn Johnson, Derek Brooks, John Lynch, Simeon Rice, ronde Barber,
2: Keenan mccardo Keenan
0: McCardell, Michael Pittman. Like that. That team was fun as hell. Here's the thing about this Brady move. That I'm fully buying into because like, like it took me a little time. I had a, I had to chew on it. You know what I mean? You ever get yeah. like a good piece of steak with that extra fat on it? Like yep. it's good. You need to eat it, but it's like meat gum for a little while. I've been meat gumming this whole Brady move to the Bucks, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get through it. And like now I've devoured it. And I'm like, hmm. I actually think I like this. This is yep. what it is. Brady's got to fully buy in to just like Florida lifestyle, Tampa Bay. Get into the, get into the culture like it's 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 Tampa Bay. All right, they got big ass strip clubs there.
2: <laughs> yeah, other than, <laughs>
0: other than tan
2: and palm trees and strip clubs and retirement, what I mean, flip flops. What else?
0: I mean, listen, it's that's when I think of Tampa Bay, the first thing I think of is strip clubs. It's the first thing I think of that. And then I think of Hulk Hogan. So like whatever you want to do with that, but you saw the edit Lamar Jackson (laughs) put out there, like just buy into it, Tom, leave pod Tom in your house in, uh, in Boston, get out of there, go get you a a nice real tan, get rid of that Mm -hmm. spray tan stuff, Mm -mm. You, you know, uh, the leader of our country is on. You're gonna have a nice yep. bronze. Giselle's yep. gonna have a nice bronze. It's yep. gonna be sweaty and hot and fun. And I just want him to fully buy into it. Get rid of that stuffy uh that yep. vests you've been wearing. Nope. Let the, let the hair it. grow out a little bit, get you a little One beard. Button. Oh Pepper. yeah, you gotta you gotta Check go you gotta go, you gotta go deep V down to the belly button sometimes. All right. You gotta get you right. some pit bull loafers and some linen just <laughs> you a gold Let's chain go worldwide <laughs> i'm like reimagining brady but this is what it is like you have to buy into it the whole point of you leaving new england is you were tired of the the corporate stuffiness bill belichick's bs whatever that is uh being all for the team and you're not an individual like this is your last two years playing you have an opportunity to have some fun let your hair down a little bit if you will you know get a little loose get you an extra little gin and tonic out of the end of the night or whatever it is you consume and enjoy (laughs) football for the last two years of your career and look i have no expectations of tampa bay winning a super bowl even though interestingly enough the the super bowl is in tampa bay next year they ain't gonna be in the super bowl so just just all calm down and and we'll get to new england later in in this rant but they ain't going nowhere either the point is if you're going to go to tampa bay of all the places that you could have chosen you have to fully buy in. Like if he had gone to some of the other places listed like Dallas or the 49ers or uh, Carolina or Chicago, not even that they were like rumored as as options, but like the Chargers, there's two places he could have gone. Coincidentally, both pirates, where the brand is, the brand is this way and you but chose
2: tom brady i'm here for it i'm here for it which pirate is he
0: buccaneer which is which is kind of on brand too because the buccaneer a buccaneer is like a little bit more of a fancy pirate
2: fancy pirate <laughs> he's a fancy pirate he's a oh fancy, my God. Pirate.
0: So he fancy pirate so i love it i'm here for it just reboot of the of the 2000s uh, bruce arian's gonna have some interesting hats you know okay,
2: cool. Kangle. Kangle
0: all day maybe maybe he gets a, maybe he gets into the Kangles too um but I mean I'm all here for it that said on the New England's ends I need this conversation about New England's uh still being good or winning the AFC East New England might be the worst team in the AFC East this year as a matter of fact I'm gonna say it right now I'm gonna I'm gonna be that person okay
2: Do it. be that person
0: I'm going to do it here's how the AFC East finishes this year the Bills are going to win the AFC East the Dolphins and the Jets are going to battle it out the Dolphins are going to be in second place in the AFC East by a touch and the Patriots are going to be last in the AFC East I'm sorry to be the person to say that I had to do it because everyone's being completely unrealistic you don't have a quarterback some guy named Jarrett Stidham is your quarterback or Brian Hoyer who is 4,000 years old and has not played much football as of late. I don't care that he's been there before. He's only there to help continue the culture that already exists. This he's is a quarterback
2: it. room
3: guy.
0: Exactly. He's a quarterback room guy. He's a, he's a seat filler, if you will. Okay? Yep. He, and he's a great guy and all that. That's fine. But this is, that's not what he's there for. They are fake tanking. Okay? That's what's happening. They're Dolphins fanking. tanking. They're, they're fake. Fanking. They're fanking. They're fanking. <laughs> the New England Patriots are fanking. So just wrap your head around it. That's what's happening. They're going to go out there and play real hard. There's still some vets. There's still some good pieces on defense. But they ain't winning nothing. It's not your year. Bill Belichick has a plan. Whether that plan is going to work or not, I don't know. But he has a plan. And it's to not be good this year. So just accept that. Let that wash over you. Get you some shirts. Thanking for Lawrence. Thanking for Lawrence slash Fields. That's what it is. Congratulations. You are now the Dolphins.
2: I hope they. I hope those Boston fan, fans handle it better than I think they're gonna.
0: I mean, get you some fanking shirts. I need ten percent of that. All right, I'm not gonna do it because I don't have it in me. But if you want right. to sh- produce, <laughs> produce it and distribute the, the shirts, that's fine. But I'm gonna come for you for my money. Run me my money. All right, what's next? Okay. All right,
2: uh, it's officially over. Oh, Cam yeah. Newton, Carolina. It's over, Joy. On Monday, former Panthers head coach Ron Rivera traded for Kyle Allen. Then Tuesday, Carolina released the face of its franchise for the last decade. Last preseason, this is real talk, when Cam got hurt, I nearly cried. When close to healthy, Cam is one of the most exciting to watch and interesting characters to follow in the league. Now he's cleared his physical and there's still no market for him? What is this? Joy. Cam Newton gets way, 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 way too disrespected. Wit it or quit it?
0: Wit it. Uh, You know how I feel about Cam Newton. He's the dude. He's my guy. I love Cam Newton. I love stars. I love big personalities. Fashion. Fashion. Hats. Scarves. Uh, I feel like like I'm quoting uh, Thanks for (laughs) Everything, Julie Newmar. Have you ever seen that movie?
2: (laughs) I know the reference.
0: Oh, what a wonderful film. If you haven't seen that movie, it is John Leguizamo, Wesley Snipes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, I'm and
0: def- uh, oh my God, rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. Right in drag, honey. It That's is it. one of the greatest cinematic features of our lifetime, and I feel like I'm quoting it right now. Scarves, hats, wigs. Um, anyway, I digress. The point is, Long Fu. Too Long Fu. Okay. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar.
2: Yeah, '90s classic. That '90 stuff we were talking about oh, earlier.
0: I am going to watch that later. I've seen it 700 times. I'm going to watch it again. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, it's uh, it's a wonderful movie, and Cam Newton is wonderful as well. And he does get yep. disrespected. What's the market for Cam Newton? I don't really know. I'm mean, You're looking around at some of the places that need a quarterback, like the Chargers, for example. Well, the Chargers are going to draft a quarterback, and they have Tyrod Taylor, so they don't need a solid backup. Uh, the Bears, they just got Nick Foles, so they're obviously not going in that direction. I don't really know where Cam Newton ends up. He's going to end up somewhere. It's not going to be like a Des Bryant situation. There's too much of a need for quarterback. But my thing with Cam Newton is I feel like people, people enjoy hating on Cam Newton. And it's weird to me. First of all, he is a superstar personality, which we need, okay, always in this business. So bad. So badly. Second of all, he was just in a Super Bowl Four years ago. I know it feels like a long time, but they were in the Super Bowl in 2016. It wasn't that long ago. He was a league MVP. Dude's been injured. He holds onto the ball too long. He's not good at sliding. He takes big hits. We know all this. Maybe his... Sti- a car
2: accident too, Joy.
0: Right. Maybe his style of play is not as conducive to today's NFL. We want our quarterbacks to avoid getting hit as opposed to taking big hits. We know that. But Cam Newton is fun to watch when he is healthy. He is healthy now. Obviously, nobody can evaluate anyone the way that we want to. That's a problem for the draft and for all free agents. But wherever Cam Newton ends up, I hope he has a chip on his shoulder. And I honestly am rooting for him to absolutely dominate wherever he goes. And I don't think he's going to be bad. I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong. And yep. it just irritates me. Like, I, I, I feel like I've been on Cam Newton's side since the Super Bowl press conference. Because I feel like that's where everything went wrong for Cam Newton. Ever he, since almost,
2: that- he was almost there for them. For the haters, he almost surpassed all the tests. And then somehow, that one little moment brought it all down for them. I don't get it.
0: Right. And I always like to keep things in perspective when it comes to anything in life. Like, I'm a very, uh, I don't want to say I'm an emotional person, but like, You know, I'm feisty and I don't have a lot of patience, but Mm -mm. I'm also, uh, I'm also a slow kill. So I'm, I'm going to be calculated in everything that I do. Like I have, I can get mad. I'm not gonna say I don't have a temper, but like I'm trying to put myself in a situation where I'm at the Super Bowl. what I've worked for my entire life. I lose, I get sat down in front of a group of reporters and then asked about the worst moment and, like, worst performance and the highest level and the biggest moment of my life. How am I going to react? The fact that we expect people to be calm and poised and collected and humble and uh, understanding, to me, is actually crazy. How Cam Newton reacted is how he should react. He should be mad. What does he owe us nerd reporters? Nothing. He doesn't owe us anything. To me... It's fans always talk about like, you know, we don't need the media, whatever, whatever. And then when players don't talk to the media, then they're wrong. Like what, which, what is it? You know what I'm saying? And, I, and to me, I, we are nerds. We are not important. We are a vessel for <laughs> straight nerds. We are a <laughs> vessel for the, the, the talent, the, the, the product, which is sports. We're right. not out there doing it. We don't influence it. We have nothing to do with whether it happens Talking or not.
1: About
0: it. We talk about it, right? So if, if a player in his biggest moment fails, why do, why do we deserve some sort of conversation or some sort of collective uh, piece to present? Like, it makes it harder for us to do our jobs, but that makes Cam Newton a bad guy because he cares. I actually would prefer... For my Thanks. quarterback to be so angry that he lost that he can't speak, because that's how I would be. Yep. So I felt like that moment was where everything kind of spiraled for Cam. Like ever since that moment, he start his reputation changed. He went from being like this beloved superstar to like everything kind of being questioned. And then like how the how's the fashion like does he care more about fashion than he cares about football? Like you can't just- have two passions. Why is it okay for guys to post pictures fishing all the time? And Sometimes. play football, and nobody cares. Why? Because because nobody cares about fishing. Like, what what's yep, the difference? Right. Why is no it- opinions
2: oh. about that? Right. But everyone's got an opinion about fashion.
0: Right. And you could you can't even you couldn't even walk into most of the stores that Cam Newton shops at because you wouldn't know what to pick. All right. Your, your swag is on like negative zero. Let you're sitting here to be, like critique. Listen, I'm not I'm not really interested in the scarf hat combination for myself. Okay, but look
2: on Cam. What the.
0: F- it looks great. Them. This is not this is not for me. everything is not for me. And everything I, is not for you. And that's okay. Why everybody doesn't have to fit into a box. Overall, my point is Cam got mad haters. I'm not one of them. And I hope he ends up somewhere where he can actually play and prove all these haters wrong. And I'm gonna be right. the first one posting this video. And if he doesn't, oh well, you were right about right. Cam. Gold star for you. I don't know what that accomplishes.
2: You get a hater you get a hater award. Right. Um I would I would even argue that he's more suited for the, the game as it is today than ever. And that if he had gotten the protections earlier on in his career, like he's one of those guys like uh, Ben Roethlisberger that just gets a bunch of hits because he's big, you know, they don't, you, you, they don't call it. They don't, they don't protect him the way they did. And the rules have changed to protect runners and allow for runners. So that would help him too. Do you think though, Joy, it's sort of feeling to me like he's a, uh, first two guys on your depth chart go down week six bring in cam newton uh situation next year do you see that or do you see him getting on a team before the season starts
0: no i think that's probably what's going to end up happening because we have the draft coming up and again because people can't physically evaluate you can't have your team doctor take a look at him it's you know it's kind of hard for teams to take that leap unless they really need or want him Right. But we'll find out within the next couple of days or so if somebody's going to pick him up. But if that doesn't happen, then I'm assuming we're going to wait until the season starts, if somebody goes down in training camp or whatnot. But that feels like – it feels silly.
3: Right. I,
2: if, I, I'm a Niners fan, so I'm feeling pretty confident about Jimmy G at this point coming off the Super Bowl. But, like, how many more guys – how many more teams out there – feel like their guys definitely better than Cam Newton. Like from from a fan's perspective, I don't know if it's that many. There's a lot of teams that will go, "You know what? Screw this guy. I'll take Cam." So. I mean,
0: why why if and I understand they just traded Nick Foles and I don't I don't know necessarily what the money situation is, but like Wait, why would uh, he not I, be a good fit in Jacksonville?
2: Uh cuz they don't cuz he might outshine Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is good in a quarterback room that he's in charge of, but
0: okay, they're also they're also fanking actually i think they're just tanking (laughs) that's what that move was for and obviously to get rid of the nick Foles money eventually but yeah i mean there's places where cam news can have success and and will have success it's just a matter of if someone's going to take that leap or you know someone always gets injured so like that we know that's going to happen not wishing that on anyone it's just a reality so we'll see where he ends up but overall i'm I'm still team cam
2: for sure someone just be brave enough to bring him in watch it work for you
0: yeah it's so edgy
2: Right, that's, he, former MVP, what a crazy idea.
0: So so out there, hot, hot. Cam Newton's so hot right now.
2: It's take so hot, I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> hear ye, hear ye, Tom Brady is petty. Again, I still don't have my crown or my scepter. It's at the studio and uh, we're not allowed to go in there right now. <laughs> so just imagine. Um, this is petty court and Tom Brady is being petty, which I like and it's a very subtle petty move as well So as we know Tom Brady is very much winning this PR war with Bill Belichick and the story came out from Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times that the only thing that Tom Brady asked for in his call with Tampa Bay was for all of the numbers for his Tampa Bay teammates which is so sweet and so nice, but also Oh my gosh, so petty and not in a negative way. When I say petty, I don't always mean um, divisive or sneaky or any kind of negative tone. It's a great move by him, actually, because it continues to prove that Tom Brady is in front of this whole PR machine of him going to the Buccaneers. Why is it important for him to ask for all of his teammates numbers? Have you ever gone to a new job and asked for all of your coworkers numbers? No. He's making a point to show that not only is he fully invested in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he wants to get ahead of starting a relationship with his entire team, which is a very big deal. And this is what makes Tom Brady, Tom Brady. He likes to have everything in order. He likes to be on the same page. This is why he struggles with young receivers or receivers that can't pick up the system well, because he's all about precision. It's all about routine. And if you can get ahead of all of those things, why not? It also makes him look like the good guy, which he is. Tom Brady is a good guy, we're not saying that, but but there is a villain in this story, and right now it's Belichick. It looks like Belichick wouldn't just give Tom Brady a hug, he wouldn't just tell him that he loves him and keep him, keep him in New England for the final two years of his career. So I love all these moves by Tom Brady, it's all working out perfectly according to plan, and I'm very excited to see what he does in Tampa Bay this year. And the one thing I do know is Tampa Bay is going to be better than New England's. Muscle pain. I'm talking stop you in your tracks. I'll never work out again. Oh my God. What am I going to do kind of pain? This is the kind of pain that Dr. Jason Wurzland was in when he created Theragun, the deep muscle massager that's unlike anything you've ever felt. Theragun isn't a cheap massager that just tickles your muscles. Our handheld percussive device uses a scientifically calibrated combination of speed, depth, and power to release the deepest muscle tension. It's this simple, whether you want to treat your muscle t- from working out, an injury, or just everyday life, you can use Theragun. Theragun is the preferred muscle recovery device for over 250 professional sports teams, and is used by hundreds of thousands of satisfied customers around the world to reduce pain, increase range of motion, and soothe aching muscles. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days, or your money back, by going to theragun.com/slash cadence. For a limited time, my listeners to this podcast get a free charging stand with purchase a $79 value. That's Theragun.com slash cadence. Theragun.com slash cadence. Alright, what's up, Donnie?
3: What is up? How are you doing?
0: I'm good. How's your how's your quarantine going?
3: Quarantine is going successful. I am uh, I'm healthy. My family's healthy, so everything is going well so far. Can't okay. complain.
0: That's uh that's what's most important. Um, exactly. Glad you guys are good. Uh, all right, so let's do this. Let's do high key low key.
3: High key, there is a lot to look forward to this upcoming NFL season. Low key, the Raiders are included in that.
0: Yeah, so we haven't really talked a whole lot about the Raiders through no. the offseason, other than Brady possibly being an option there. Then, right. Then they got Mariota, which was like, uh, to some people it was a big deal. I'm like, okay, so he's a backup. <laughs> in,
3: we'll see. I mean, I that's a dope uh, quarterback competition. Mariota Derek Carr. Uh, I,
0: I'll, I'll like that. <laughs> I hate quarterback competitions, as you know. Uh if you have more than one quarterback, you have no quarterback. So I'm I'm on the other side of that. I yep. think you've gotta commit. Even if even if it's the wrong commitment, you gotta do it. It's you know, it's like when your family's pressuring you to like settle down. You're with that girl for like eight years. It's yeah like, you know what, it might not be the right idea, but at this point, you got to pull the trigger. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't work out, oh, well. You, 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 yeah. gave it your sh- you gave it a shot. So anyway, they also got Nelson Aguilar, which which is, you know, an, a nice move. But the bigger picture for me is once the NFL season gets here, so they lost the draft, obviously. There was going to be a huge production of the draft in yeah. Las Vegas. The draftees were going to be carried across, like, boats across oh, the Bellagio fountains.
3: A Vegas production.
0: Yeah, it was gonna be incredible. And exactly, I know like, you know, draft nerds are kind of excited all that's over and it's gonna be like back to the gritty like cigarette table.
3: <laughs> yeah, back to the numbers.
0: <laughs> right, filled situation. But I was looking forward to that, all, all that pomp and circumstance in Vegas. So they're gonna go all out for the Las Vegas Raiders once the season oh, my. starts. It's gonna yes. be everything we ever imagined and you know vegas is vegas is one of my cities it's uh i've got blood sweat and tears invested
3: yeah man in
0: las vegas
3: <laughs> yeah you go you yes. go frequently i
0: go frequently and <laughs> it's like a second home that i go for the weekend and you know we all know what happens in vegas stays in vegas but i'm gonna be watching a lot of pirates uh football this year with the Buccaneers yeah, right? and the y'all Rangers. are and i'm really looking forward to see seeing what the environment is like in las vegas um, even more so than Tampa Bay, because it's a new it's a new NFL city.
2: Yeah, all the, exactly.
0: All the tickets are sold out, and we have an idea of what Raiders games are like already because of Oakland and their notorious fan base, and they've said there's going to be some version of the black hole there. So I really yeah. want to see what the environment is, because it's, it, I wonder if it's going to lean towards a little bit of what the – Environment is for Los Angeles teams, where there is a fan base. There's a big football fan base, but is it going to be kind of a non-home field advantage? Because we know there's a lot of transient people in Las Vegas. We know a lot of people are going to be planning trips. That is true. Especially now after this lockdown, people are going to be out the house. So yeah. I do think there's going to be a lot of people planning trips to Vegas to see their team. It's a, it's an overall a pretty easy, cheap trip for people. So I do wonder if that's gonna play a factor.
3: That's a good point. But uh, Raiders fans are everywhere, and I feel like there is already a big Raiders base in Vegas, as in uh, there's a big Raiders base pretty much everywhere. Right. So I feel like they're gonna they're gonna buckle down, and that's gonna be a home field, a real home field advantage at some point.
0: That is a good point. There's probably the biggest collection of Raiders fans in Vegas, other than obviously Oakland, Oakland, and L. A. Right. But yeah, I do, I do want to watch that. I'm very curious to see what their their home games are like because it's, you know, obviously known as being one of the craziest places to play when they were playing in Oakland. Yeah. Um, all right, what's next?
3: High key, Teddy B is taking over for Cam in Carolina. Low key, he's got some big velvety loafers to fill.
0: <laughs> That's <also is> beautiful. <laughs> I love I love the signing. I love Teddy B. Teddy Bridgewater did an amazing job last year. I think... I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything bad about Teddy Bridgewater.
3: I've been a fan of Teddy B since the beginning. And as a Lions fan, he was the quarterback of the Vikings. And I still rooted for him. And that that says a lot.
0: Right? He's so likable. Exactly. So I do think that they're going to do well, actually. They have Joe Brady now, which I think is very interesting. They've obviously got Matt Rule. The new owner is all in on them being successful. Uh, you know, comes from Steelers' background. So, you know, he's, yeah. he's used to excellence. Um, mm-hmm. So the one thing that does give me pause, though, is this division is very interesting now. Brady, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Brees, Man. and Matty Ice.
3: Man. It's that, not
0: really that easy of a division.
3: That's pretty dope. That's really awesome. I haven't even thought about that.
0: It's not so good for Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, now, I don't think that... It's going to be, the one thing I will say about it is that I think Brady will have an easier transition to a new team than Teddy Bridgewater because we obviously have to account for everything that's going on with the virus. This is going to delay things, OTAs, like the people who I think are going to have the most successful seasons are going to be guys who have already been in the system, who already know the playbook, who have a lot of players returning. This is going to mess everybody up when it comes to that, especially first year coaches. With first – not first-year quarterbacks, but obviously Teddy Bridgewater and Matt Rule have never worked together before. Yeah. I'm fully supportive of this. It is going to feel weird, though, watching Carolina without – Cam.
3: Cam. We've been so used to it. That's that's his team. Carolina. Cam has been so perfect for so long. It's it's going to take some adjusting to get used to. But uh, if anybody is taking over for Carolina, I feel like Teddy B is that guy.
0: Yes. He's so easy to root for. And Mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited to see what they do, regardless of all the the setbacks. I don't have any high expectations for them this year because of everything that's going on. But he's a solid bet and he's shown what he can do last year. And I want to see him with Christian McCaffrey. I think that's going to exactly. Um, all right. Love this story. What's nice? Uh-huh. High key. We miss sports. Low key. The big three is here to save us. Listen, I miss sports so much that yeah. it's almost like it's like when when you you like break up with someone and you can't look at their stuff. It's <laughs> yeah, like, gotta
3: just, tune it out. I don't know
0: how you're dealing with it. But like for <laughs> me, I can't like other than work stuff, obviously, and like yeah. paying attention to any of the new stories. It's hard for me. Like, I haven't even been able to turn on my television. Like, I don't want to watch old uh, games. Like, I can't. Yeah,
3: old UFC it's, fights. No, it's hurting yeah. me. It's
0: hurting me. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, I love documentaries and, like, E60. Yeah. Um, I actually just Same. watched uh, the E60 on Ryan Leaf.
3: Oh, I have not seen that. That yeah, sounds like I, that'd be awesome, though.
0: Yeah, I watched it with my brother. And um, Knock it off! it was great I love Ryan Leaf he's such a good dude like he's like it's really it's a tearjerker it's a tragic story the whole story is tragic but yeah Mm -hmm. so I I I miss sports but I'm almost like it's a it's like a bad breakup like I can't even look at it it's like it's hurting me but But big three
3: is here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just keep it. Save the day. All right. So I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. Yeah. I don't know if it's maybe because people feel like it's just not going to happen, but it just feels like such a debatable topic. And it's so interesting to me. Like when I saw the story, I was like, what? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: And so it's from Chris Haynes. And so basically the big three is planning to launch a quarantined reality show style three on three tournaments in april that's um next week very
3: soon very soon
0: to help obviously curb our appetite for basketball and sports uh ice cube obviously the founder um, and owner of the league and the entertainment executive jeff quatinance have been having conversations with a couple tv networks since last week to broadcast the tournaments And it'll feature 16 to 22 players from the big three who are negative for the coronavirus. And there will be quarantines in L.A. Um, So it could have, like, Joe Johnson, Zach Randolph, Greg Oden. And so there's more details to be worked out. Okay, so I have so many questions. All right.
3: it sounds awesome.
0: Okay, it sounds amazing. First of all, (laughs) this is a great idea, period, to have this tournament and then to cover, like, them living being
3: quarantined yeah it's like um
0: what was that ufc show that they used to do it's (laughs) like ultimate fighter (laughs) yeah (laughs) right except for basketball it's amazing so i love this idea but i just i have some questions like okay so obviously we we don't know everything about the virus yet so but what we do know is you need to in order to like fully be negative right you've got to be isolated and then yes. tested so have they been completely isolated like guaranteed isolated for two weeks yeah that's a long time
3: that is and a while so like
0: you how do you know that they haven't seen anybody because you literally can't see anybody it's yeah. not like oh like i can see my wife but then my wife is going to the grocery store you know what i mean and then she's got the kids and yeah. the kids yeah you know,
3: that's just got to be built into the production process for this you they, have to like, they have to isolate them before they even start shooting, right. before the practice. Yeah. Being
0: quarantined for two weeks is a very difficult thing to do by mm-hmm. yourself for two whole yeah. weeks. A. So, how are you guaranteeing that has happened? And it's not mm-hmm. just them, all the production people, the coaches, training staff, editors, yeah. producers, anybody who's going to be in this facility.
3: Yeah, this is has a big to operation.
0: quarantine quarantined for two weeks, right? And mm-hmm. then tested then negative then you can enter the building so that seems like a lot right because that has to happen in order to guarantee that nobody has this yeah All right then my next question is oh man how long will they be in this facility it's gonna be like two weeks is it gonna be a month because everyone in that building can't leave the building so oh, not man. only do you need like housing facilities uh food right like everything has to be an
3: entirely quarantined quarantined production
0: production facility right i want to see
3: behind the scenes of the making of i know
0: it's (laughs) blowing my mind just thinking of all the logistics like all that has to be quarantined no one can leave which is my next question like will there be women I can ask that question will there be yeah. women because you know what I mean like people have families and like yeah. you're not going to see them for two two weeks I'm not implying anything obviously but like this is a whole thing you know what I mean and of course there's going to fan. be yeah so how, does that cause like personal problems like it's so yes. elaborate there are so and many delicious things. and I love it I hope <laughs> so they do it oh my god like as long as no one gets sick yeah. I love this idea
3: yeah, I, I'm. I'm all for reality TV as long as there are no made up storylines either. I, I want this to actually be real. I don't want to see them like uh, uh, make some drama up that isn't actually there, a la love and hip hop. I want it to be some natural drama.
0: Oh no, I mean, I, I I'm all for fake drama. I, I'll even it a whole <laughs> lot. Like that's I'm cool with that. <laughs> I don't even think you'll need to though, because obviously, oh, when well, we're watching for the sports, right?
3: Exactly.
0: We have enough reality TV and. Netflix and Hulu and everything else. So we're really watching for the sport. So yeah. that's the biggest part of it. The so reality is just scary to on top of it. Yeah, it's just extra to add yeah. to it. So, but I'm very excited. I hope they do it as long as everyone's safe. But the logistics of it are making my head spin. Mind blowing. Loser power rankings. Loser <laughs> power rankings. Loser of the losers of the week. All right, what have we got in losers this week?
3: Uh, the LA Rams officially released their logo and they leaned into it, and I'm a fan of it.
0: <laughs> How? You're the only man. You're the only I man mean- on earth.
3: Nah, nah, I, I think there's a coalition of pro-logo fans. This, okay, this is what the official uh, LA Rams website says about the logo. The shape of the ram horn mimics the spiral of a football and the crest of a wave in the ocean, which coincides with the influence of the new stadium. That That they have layers. They thought about this logo on a deep level. Spiral of the football, ocean waves, uh it's it's awesome. Listen, How can you not
0: like you it? You even describing it is so Cali. Bro, <laughs> if you really look at the logo, it has the spin of the football and like a wave, bro.
3: <laughs> it's on brand. It and they're, is. They're, they're embracing the new LA, the new, the new, the new city.
0: It's so bad. It <laughs> looks like a bus logo and uh. no disrespect to bus logos, but, you know, they're not usually the greatest logos. Nobody's running around rocking a L.A. City Bus logo <laughs> shirt. Listen, I'm I'm usually not that person that freaks out about logos because who cares? Um, but because in the end, you're just gonna get used to it, and then it's, it is yeah. what it is. But there are yeah. there are some logos that are better than others. That is true. We can admit that. Like the old Tampa Bay logo, no good. All the with the yeah. thing and the hat, the
3: frilly, and the feather, yeah, no, yeah, no, no good. Old Dolphins
0: logo. Although I love them on throwbacks now, like it was time for an upgrade. Like, it needed to change. The the Marlins logo needed an upgrade. Like, there's certain logos, but there's just certain logos that are also classic. Like, the Cowboys logo, no need to change it. Perfect, simple, the best, right? Cubs logo, no need to get elaborate. Yankees, no need to get elaborate. It is what it is. (laughs) Perfect. What was wrong with the Rams logo? They had some of the best jerseys in the league and the best helmets. What is this thing? It's a. Well, storm in the uh, LA. What this How am I even supposed to helmets? ram it?
3: I can't even ram it up now. Don't ram it up. You can ram it up even more with some spiral and some ocean waves with the ram. That's the thing. I it's like, a more it elaborate up. ram. Ram it up. <laughs> no They, they good. embrace the ramming it up.
0: No, and 100%. they're getting roasted. Roasted. Uh, Actually, I have to look it up. I forgot to put this in my notes. So just bear with me really quickly because I need to find what Bradley Beale came for them, and I just, I totally agree. I think he said they're cheeks. They're cheeks. They are cheeks. Cheeks? Yeah.
3: (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand
0: what he means. That thing's cheeks. Cheeks.
3: Ass. Oh, no. Disagree. (laughs)
0: No
3: good. 100%, Bradley Beal. You're wrong. Listen, they had uh. an
0: opportunity to fix this. Fans spoke with the leak.
3: Yeah. And they they made some adjustments. They are less Charger-like.
0: They're less Charger-like.
3: Yeah. Still no good. (laughs) <laughs> it's no good. once they win we're gonna get used to it and we're gonna like it i think that's that's what it is winning comes with liking of the logo
0: you'll see i, I, I don't think they're gonna be very good and wait year, till
3: you see it in in like actual when it's on the jerseys and the helmets i feel like that'll make a difference actually
0: too. the logos are so bad that i no longer believe in them as an organization they're not making good choices uh-huh. so they're not gonna be good this year <laughs> um all right what's next
3: uh bill belichick is in losers
0: Oh, he's losing the PR war. Bill, where are you at? Yeah. You know, it's... he's a slow kill, which I can respect because I am as well. I'm not into the big reactions. I'm not into the, the big emotional uh, outbursts and, you know, leaks and all that. I'd rather sit and wait, let mm-hmm. you do everything that you need to do. Now I mm-hmm. have all the information. I can move strategically and I'll yeah. strike when you least expect it. That, I don't know if that makes me a serial killer or not, but that's just how I move. <laughs> so I do respect his style in this moment. Yeah. However, yeah. whew, I mean, not looking great.
3: In the moment, no. His coaching tree as well. I mean, you get Bill O'Brien and Matt Patricia, like it, it's it's not looking good for the, the disciples of Belichick either. The only one that's to... looking good
0: right now is Brian Flores. But, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's, it's more about him and Tom Brady. Like it really looks like he dug his heels in on he's not going to embrace Tom Brady in his – last final years and he's not going to give him what he wants and to me i think when we look back on all this especially patriots fans i'm telling you like if if belichick doesn't win another super bowl it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be an issue because here's the thing and I, i compared this yesterday to pat riley with the heat and obviously it's different extremes like they had decades of dominance and six championships but the heat had a run we had lebron james mm-hmm. four straight finals two championships right we were expecting yeah. to get more Then lebron left right and everyone was devastated we were upset yep. very mad at lebron but i will say heat fans still believe myself included still believe pat riley will write the ship eventually we'll get back to being contenders it's gonna take a yeah. couple years we'll be okay you know laugh laugh you know do it. Say whatever you need to say. Yeah, but, but eventually he we'll knows be back what he's doing because we got yeah. Pat Riley, right? And so we wrote it out, yep. and now we're back in the conversation in the East. So obviously we don't know what's going to happen this season, but I feel good about the Heat moving forward. Yeah. So like we're just one, literally one piece away. So it's it, it, we don't need to win another ring in order for me to say i feel good about like lebron run and like i still trusted pat riley and feel good about trusting pat riley right because yeah. we had a championship before lebron came
3: yeah that so is i already also
0: know what the capabilities are and what that experience is yep patriots
3: it's all tied together it's all tied in
0: linked together so i that i don't know about um yeah. all right what's what's the final loser this week
3: the XFL haters. There are plenty of them.
0: There are a lot of XFL haters. Um, sad along with all of other sports that the XFL season had to be canceled. However, yeah. however, we have two winners from the XFL season. PJ Walker of the Houston Roughnecks got signed to Carolina. And yeah. Jordan Tiamo of the St. Louis Battlehawks signed to the Chiefs. This is great news for all of us because not only does this legitimize the XFL, which mm-hmm. I thought was a great product and very fun, um, it also puts a little fire under all the XFL players. Not that they weren't playing hard anyway, but this yeah. really legitimately shows like if you perform well at a high level consistently through the XFL season, you'll get an opportunity to get on an NFL team. And that's huge. Like that's what we want the XFL to be. It makes watching the XFL more fun, knowing like this is going to be high level football with guys really competing with stuff on the line. Yeah, exactly. So I I love this for not only for the XFL, but also for the NFL, too, because, you know, work together and they are now. And that's it's great. I'm huge, hugely excited about it. I mean, they're both going to be backups. Like it's not going to be anything crazy that we should expect from them but it's cool, I like it, and it's definitely an L for XFL haters who were thinking this was gonna fail and it was gonna yeah. be useless, like, that's two guys signed to it's good more teams. Jobs. It's more jobs, it's good for everybody, so love mm-hmm. that. All for it. Hi T, how's your quarantine going?
1: It's going good, I've been very productive in the house, so
0: it hasn't been bad. I haven't... How's yours? It's kind of the same, to be honest. I don't really do anything <laughs> during the week. I, go, I mean, obviously not going into the studio is different, but I'm still up at, you know, five, the same time I always wake up, like 5.40. And I have the meeting. It's just on the phone instead of in person. And then I do the show. Um, and then, you know, my podcasts or meetings or whatever. So I'm really not done working until like 2 o'clock. And usually during the week after I'm done working, I like come home and take a nap. The only difference is I really, I can't go to the gym. So, I've got to start working out here. But other than that, I mean, I think it'll be more difficult over the weekends than it is during the week for me. But you know what? We can do do a happy hour. You know what I'm saying? We'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Okay. So, what's in the culture report? What's the tea?
1: All right. So, what's trending right now is DJ D Nice. So, he has this thing called a home school at club quarantine where he goes live on his Instagram and he's just playing all the hits from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s. I mean it's live. It's um he I went I was on there on Saturday cuz he was literally on there for 8 hours and it was at like 160,000 people.
0: Yeah, crazy. it's crazy. I w- I watched uh, a little bit on Sunday and yeah first of all he's incredible as you know we already know but it's just a vibe and it's fun like i like reading through the comments and seeing who's in there um and i just i like that people are trying to find you know innovative ways and using technology to kind of stay together i mean really when we think about it obviously all this is temporary and it's scary i'm not taking anything away from that obviously like the seriousness of it but as far as us like staying home and not being able to party and you know, all of that, it's like, it's, it's gonna be for, you know, a few weeks, it might be a month or two, but you know, we're all gonna get back, it's gonna be summer, you know, be glad that it's not, you know, when it's nice out, we'll probably be inside anyway, so Mm -hmm. I like that he's doing that and bringing everybody together, and it's, it's, it's live, so if you haven't been on any of them yet, check it out, Um, you know, maybe pour yourself a little cocktail and vibe out for a little bit, you can forget about everything for a few minutes, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, it is. I saw Oprah in there. I saw Michelle Obama, and I'm like, okay, this is obviously this. And oh, like, Miss Obama, yeah, Miss Obama. Obama.
0: We're in a live together. We're basically best friends.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Obviously, so yeah, it's it's been fun.
0: Um, I can't wait. Who's will be back
1: today, so oh, can't wait. Okay, cool. I'm
0: gonna check that out later. All right, what's up? Yeah.
1: All right, so next, um, Love is Blind. I know you just saw it. Um, it was so good I ended up watching it because everybody kept talking about it and saying how great it was what was your thoughts about it
0: okay so it took me a while because as you know I like to try and stick to one show at a time because when there's sports on I have a lot of games to watch so I can really only handle watching one show at a time which I'm working through narcos right now but I'm quarantined with my brother so I'm trying to you know, find stuff for everybody to watch that's you know, consumable So we start watching Love is Blind, and about like 10 minutes in, because I'm not really into reality shows like that, um, unless Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, Flavor of Love, stuff like that, which obviously we don't have anymore. So, but everyone keeps telling me to watch it. I'm like, all right, fine, I'm going to watch it. We start watching like 10 minutes. He's off it. I'm like, I don't really know. We stick through about 20 minutes in, and (laughs) we cannot control ourselves. So... We've been watched the whole Good. thing. It's amazing. They've just re- they just announced that they re- renewed it for season 2, which was a no-brainer obviously. But yeah, it, it has been renewed <laughs> for season 2. I do think season 2 yeah. will be interesting because now people know what the experiment is. So I wonder how they'll change things. Like I have so many thoughts. Like first of all, yeah. I felt like everyone on the show like they didn't put any anyone into an extreme situation in the beginning, right? So like they kind of like everyone bounces around the speed dating things, so you can kind of feel everything out. But once you start to like get to know people, you 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 kind of like really get invested in what the decisions that they're making. Like when Jessica picked, like picked uh, Barrett over Mark, I was like, oh my god, what are you doing, girl? This is a mistake. Yeah, this is a mistake. He's I, I like, a good guy. Mm -hmm. yes and then when he like she then she she told him like you were not my first choice honey bye I got that first listen I have to record my commentary like live play by play of love is blind when he was like you know my mama like I know my value I I know my worth I was like yes yes honey you do and then he failed me and then he failed me he did not know his worth (laughs) but yes like I have so many thoughts I could do a whole podcast just on love is blind which we may actually do later this week but it was great. So if you're looking for a show to binge that's very easy to consume, you know, and you can get involved in the conversation everybody else is having, just do it. Don't think about it. Don't think it's like Bachelor or anything like that. Just do it. It's great. It's it was like one of the best experiences of my life. It was <laughs> so good. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. And, and it's easy to get through. I mean, it was only 11 episodes. but It was easy for me to get through it. I mean, but I wanted to know, were you surprised when Kenny and Kelly didn't end up together? Because that was the most shocking for me.
0: Yeah. Of all the shocking things that happens on the show, and there's a lot of them, I think, because we all knew Jessica wasn't going to marry Mark. Like, we knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, She didn't even bother to put a veil on. Like, okay, (laughs) this this ain't going to happen. But I do think that the, well, I was shocked when Damien said no. When Damien said no to, to uh, Giannina, I was shocked. That was the shocking moment. But I can't. I think I was more shocked yeah. that Kelly said no to Kenny. Because I was like, honey, yeah. this is a nice man. I feel like... Right, you had to get along and everything. Yeah, and my thing is like, I'm listen, we're all judging these people, obviously. Like, this is what right. this is for. So I'm not even going to say I'm not judging. Like, we're judging. This is what you are on a reality TV show for. We're all judging. And I just feel like this is all you've been asking for. This is a nice man. Your families get along. You know what I'm saying? He's cute. He got his stuff together. What are you looking for? What is it? And then when she started talking about what she's looking for, I was like, oh, no, honey, you you still into the bad boys. This is not for you. You're not ready to get married. All those ups and downs, that ain't, <laughs> that ain't what it's about, okay? It's nice. You're not looking for like a real relationship. So um, yeah, so that's my judgment. Sorry, Kelly, love you girl, but that was a mistake. Yeah, he was a keeper. He was a keeper <laughs> and he found himself a nice lady. So, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so we can talk about this all day. All right, um, so watch Love is Blind. And maybe, we'll do, maybe we should yeah. do a, we should do a bonus pod where we just talk about Love is Blind. We'll, we'll produce it and right. everything. Like, <laughs> most shocking moments. Like we should do that. Let's do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. What's next?
1: All right. Next. I do want to mention that Madam CJ Walker oh, is yes. on Netflix. It's only five. It's, it's, it's a series. It's five parts. It's so good. It's really, really inspirational. I enjoyed. it. I know you haven't seen it joy, but it's, it's, it's one of my favorites right now. i have watched it again it to
0: me yesterday. I'm going to watch it this week or start it this week. But yeah, no, I've been seeing it everywhere. It looks amazing. Love Octavia Spencer, obviously. So she yes, never does anything wrong. So I'm, I'm definitely gonna check it out, but that's a good recommendation. Is there any more recommendations?
1: Um, Hunters, I'm, I'm oh, on episode yes. five is
0: right Isn't Is it crazy? Is really it looks so weird. Is it crazy? It,
1: it is, it's very crazy. But it's one of those shows that my roommate was telling me, it's one of those shows you have to really, really pay attention to, to get it. Because if you, aren't paying attention you'll miss it
0: like
1: um watchmen yes exactly the same thing i'm gonna check it out then i love watchmen okay what's next all right next so these are some movies that you can watch at home since the theaters is obviously closed down because of corona so i'm gonna run through these so onward
0: it's gonna be on disney plus april 3rd oh that's so exciting Um, that looks good actually What's Pixar? You they know, do. All Pixar movies are amazing. Mm-hmm. So basically, these are movies that would be in theaters that they're going to release early for people because the theaters are shut down and they don't want, they still want to be able to release them for people.
1: Exactly. So right. there's a few that's going to be on Disney Plus, and then the rest of them are going to be on video on demand. So they're going to rent them for 19.99 for like 48 hours, which oh. is, I mean, they're still getting... No, that's good. So, and
0: that's actually cheaper yeah. than going to the movies. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So what is my host? So,
1: um, the invisible man uh that's gonna be out actually that's out right now the hunt um just is also on on video on demand emma on demand as well the way back that actually comes out tomorrow i'm
0: definitely watching that that's um ben affleck yeah yeah so he is a basketball coach and he, i think he has some addiction issues and yeah so i'm definitely watching that that comes out tomorrow
1: that comes out tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a few other ones that come out tomorrow is Just Mercy, video on, video on demand, uh, Birds of Prey, and um, Bloodshot.
0: Oh, okay, so Birds of Prey is coming out too. Yes. Awesome. Okay, this is fun, this is exciting. So, so now, this weekend, <laughs> you don't have anything to do. Yeah. You can rent one of the movies that would be in the movie theater and make yourself a little mm-hmm. movie theater at home. It's perfect. I love that they're doing this. I have to say, I do love that everybody for the most part, obviously, politicians aside, who can't figure nothing out anyway. But for the most part, everybody is really working together to try and find a way to like get through all of this and make things convenient for everybody and take care of everyone. So I just wanna commend everybody who's being flexible during this time. And this is a good example of that. Like, people are looking for things to do with their kids. Obviously, it's spring break. If you weren't going anywhere, you'd probably take your kids to the movies. And now you can just do it at home. So you can just make a home experience and see one of these movies that you would want to go see in the theater. And it's actually going to be cheaper to see it at home. Yeah, Let's I go. agree. I totally agree. Well, it's good Even to see they... you. See you, too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Uh, I would say see you soon, but I don't know when. But we'll connect. If not, uh, we were going to do a um, we're going to do a bonus episode for Love Is Blind. I just decided we have to all do right. it. Blind. Okay. Thanks, yeah. C. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, sorry, we're going to be changing the studio around um, a little bit. We'll probably be back here next week, same place, um, since we're all quarantine but thanks for joining us and subscribing to the podcast make sure you subscribe on youtube and you can listen on spotify soundcloud uh iheart media app and of course apple Podcasts. make sure you follow us on our social media at maybe i'm crazy pod myself joy taylor talks And we appreciate you checking us out this week. Hope you guys are staying safe and staying home and staying six feet away from everyone. But take care of yourselves and uh, hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on on Instagram and Facebook. Let us know what you guys are up to. Thanks. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not.